from the Mercy One Studio. Making it personal with Bishop William Johnson on Iowa Catholic Radio and iowacatholicradio.com. Welcome to Making It Personal with Bishop Johnson. I'm Kelly Mesher Collins with the Diocese of Des Moines. On today's show, we're talking about World Day of Prayer for the Sick. Our guests today are Sister Rini Samethi and Sister C.G. John, who are little missionaries of the Sacred Heart and currently serving at Bishop Drum Care Center in Johnston. But before we get to today's interview, let's find out what's on the bishop's mind. Just a nice little Friday here in That's Iowa, right. Central Iowa, skating around <laughs> on the roads and everything else. So it was very we good. all made Everybody it. We made it safely. Our guardian angels were hard at work That's this right. morning, so good. Hard to believe we're already a week past Catholic Schools Week, mm-hmm. and I think the, a lot of great energy in the, the places I was privileged to, to meet with some of the school communities and, and have Mass. Uh, although at Dowling uh, a week ago, Tuesday, a little mix up, a little gaffe there. Who, uh, the server right, who shall remain nameless <laughs> had the Eucharistic cups prepared with wine to bring in for the preparation the gifts and the kind of a cascade it was like the flood you know coming again from exodus or something but uh, so they received the full jesus yes, but not under right. the form of precious blood and then with our teachers at saint francis of assisi mm-hmm. school the teachers of the metro area gathered and uh, mm-hmm. we gave awards uh, some mm-hmm. have been serving for 35 plus mm-hmm. years amazing you know just the commitment mm-hmm. in their vocation to to communicate christ and and their particular subjects as well so it was a, a great opportunity and finally then to get to celebrate with saint albert schools and council mm-hmm. bluffs uh, uh, we could go thursday Day and uh, spending that whole morning with that community and uh, again just how the uh, older students are really great mo- mentors and role models mm-hmm. for the younger students as they sat together and the beautiful choir at St. Albert's it was just really impressive I mm-hmm. was kind of lifted out of myself for a little bit and then St. Teresa schools on Friday here in Des Moines mm-hmm. and uh, among the other treats was you know not only uh, you know the mass but then going and kind of seeing their STEM uh, uh, you know endeavors <laughs> I and heard things about like that yeah so uh, I don't think the <laughs> Uh, the Iowa Highway Patrol is going to be hiring me to fly drones anytime soon because they let me fly a drone and it crashed and burned. So, you know, that was a quick yeah. live uh, experience that, that, that was there. So, oh no, it's on video. <laughs> yeah, be, it's not beware. out there though. Just, okay, I, I just very good. That, yeah. So that, and then uh, privileged this week to be at the uh, National Catholic Bioethics Center uh, Bioethics Conference. They have every two years for bishops across the United States and they've been gathering in Dallas. Uh, this was their 27th time, but my mm-hmm. first opportunity to do that. Although some of the uh, familiar uh, people that I've associated with in the past from NCBC, their outgoing uh, director, Dr. John Haas, and their new director, Joseph Maney. But uh, Cardinals DiNardo and uh, Wuerl were there, Archbishop Christophe Pierre, the nuncio. But just really a wide-ranging set of topics, uh, women's care, uh, you know, th- different op- things in terms of reproductive care, uh, genetic medicine, uh, and mm-hmm. things like that. And then also just the role of the bishop, which was probably the most instructive thing for me, interacting mm-hmm. with healthcare institutions. And uh, I know we have, uh, you know, several in the diocese, and we'll be looking to talk to to some here coming up as well. So uh, just a a great uh, moment and to get back uh, safely, and here we are uh, back on this first Friday as well. We're conscious of next Tuesday's Feast of Our Lady of Lourdes, uh, Mm -hmm. uh, which uh, John Paul instituted some 27 Mm -hmm. years ago as the World Day for the Sick. And so I think you're kind of uh, conscious always of those who are labor and burdened in our midst. Uh, Pope Francis always issues a message, as did his predecessors. And he talks about not only how we seek the face of Jesus, but Jesus' gaze is upon us always. And so Jesus sees us, and he sees us in our vulnerability, our woundedness. As Pope Francis says, he looks upon a wounded humanity with eyes that gaze into the heart of every person 
not of indifference, but seeing people in their entirety. And so uh, when you think about sick persons or persons who are uh, vulnerable or uh, infirm, it's always the accent on the word person rather than however we might describe them or qualify them as well. And so Jesus is stirred uh, by his relating to us and how he comes together. Christ did not come to give us prescriptions, but through his passion, death, and resurrection, he frees us from the grip of evil. And so Jesus' eyes and heart are attracted to us, but in particular, the lowly ones in our midst. And we're going to talk uh, uh, very uh, shortly with some who not only uh, behold that gaze, but mm-hmm. are the gaze of Jesus, uh, looking for that in a few minutes as well. So it's a, it's a beautiful thing we do. Uh, and the sisters here who will join us shortly, uh, poised between you know, the, the Feast of the Presentation last week, we had a little a celebration with some of our international and, and uh, sisters from the, from the region, uh, just kind of commemorating their vocation, blessing them, and the great way in which they build up the Church of Des Moines. All right, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Making It Personal with Bishop Johnson on Iowa Catholic Radio and the Spirit Catholic Radio Network. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. The number is 514. 5276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. Impoverished children break everyone's heart, but poverty seems like such a big problem. What can one person do to make a difference? For 17 years, Blessman International's passion has been to connect the resources of our donors with sustainable programs that impact the lives of impoverished children in South Africa. Our donors are feeding thousands of hungry children every week, providing basic water and sanitation for impoverished communities, and sharing the love of God in practical ways every day. Go to www.blessmaninternational.org and make your donation today. Welcome back. I'm Kelly Mesher Collins with the Diocese of Des Moines. You're listening to Making It Personal with Bishop Johnson. On today's show, we're talking about World Day of Prayer for the Sick. Our guests today are Sister Rini Samethi and Sister C.G. John, who are little missionaries of the Sacred Heart and currently serving at Bishop Drum Care Center in Johnston. They'll talk about their work in caring for the sick and elderly. So great to have you, and thanks for braving uh, out here. You know, I don't know if there's snow in India, where you're originally from or not, or you've had <laughs> to kind of negotiate some of those things, but uh, hopefully you've made the, your peace with that as well, and so that you could be here on this uh, first Friday with us as well. So your community, the Little Missionaries of the Sacred Heart, uh, actually uh, founded in India or founded in Italy? or some Founded of what in Italy. Yeah, can you say a little bit more about that? Your foundress. Yeah, our foundress is um, Mother Clotilde Gili. Uh, she founded the congregation in 1922 um, in Italy. Our mm-hmm. mother house is in Livorno, Tuscany. Mm-hmm. Um, we have um, um, different communities in Italy, uh, Philippines, India, and in the U.S., um, yeah. our congregation's name is Little Missionaries of the Sacred Heart. 
beautiful, beautiful. Le yeah. parlo italiano or no? no? Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, yes. that's. I'm, uh-huh. I'm with you on that. We'll, we won't go hungry together, okay, <laughs> okay, in that way as well. So, but I've been very privileged to get to know you in recent weeks, as some we've come together for some liturgies and, and conversation and laughter as well. And uh, you're just a very joyful uh, community. I sense that spirit, that that gentleness of Jesus also in that particular way. So, Thank uh, you. you had served you. Uh, not only in India, but your vocation led you to. Uh, Philippines, I understand. Uh, yes. Can you talk a little bit about that? So during our junior rate, um, we did our junior rate in the Philippines, mm-hmm. and we uh, get our nursing uh, degree there. Mm-hmm. So uh, we had enough time to be with other people, mm-hmm. and uh, we did prison ministry there uh, with the local sisters. Mm-hmm. And we were always with the youth since we were in the school, you know, in the, in the university. So uh, it was a very good opportunity for us to grow and uh, make Jesus present. Beautiful, beautiful. So so an array of ministries, not necessarily uh, automatic that you would end up in healthcare. Is that right? Or you, did you no. discern that as part of your own respective vocations? We do not have prison ministry, but uh, the local uh, sisters... There, where we served, mm-hmm. uh, had a group, you know, like we do here, um, and we go to the prison and visit the uh, visit the prisoners, and spend uh, some time with them. Okay. So. Well, tremendous. So, uh, you know, really realizing that spirit of Matthew 25 then in, in so many ways that you, you bring Jesus and recognize him in those who are vulnerable on the peripheries in that particular way. And then the United States, uh, how did that come about? How did you, was it uh, Bishop Pates or who, who um, kind of prompted your... Um, we came to know about Bishop Drum Retirement Center through an Indian priest who worked at St. Pius uh, Catholic uh, Parish uh, in Arbandale. Mm-hmm. Uh, he mentioned to us um, that um, Bishop Drum is inviting uh, nurses um, to work there. So through Father uh, Joy, um, and Father Frank Palmer, he's an American priest, served at Bishop Trinidad, uh, well. sorry, at St. Pius. And through them, we came to know about Bishop Trump. Um, and our uh, congregation asked us if we would like to come and work here. Uh, so we said yes. Okay, so you did have some say in this. It wasn't under strict obedience that you uh, came no. to Bishop Drum. No. Okay. All right, so there's freedom in religious life. Yes. 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 Uh, <laughs> even within the, the context of the vows and some discernment that you performed, okay? But you'd never been to Bishop Drum before you agreed no. to come. So the first time that we came to uh, U.S., and especially in here in Iowa in 2012. Ah. We didn't have, uh, we don't have any communities here. No family. So it really was an act of faith on your part (laughs) to do this, to step out as a missionary. And so sometimes, you know, we here in Iowa or in the United States think of other lands as missionary territory, but in a way we're missionary territory from your perspective as well as part of the universal church. So we're so grateful that you came here. And now Bishop Drum, uh, it's no small operation, is it? I mean, a a large uh, continuum of care that's there. Okay. Can you talk a little bit about the various ministries that you perform and maybe what, uh, what uh, you find most uh, enriching or fulfilling, and then what may be uh, most challenging? 
we both are nurses we work at bishop drum um from 3 to 11 uh, evening shifts um we also provide spiritual and um uh, prayerful support to the residents and family and we are um, there at the death of a resident to provide a prayerful support uh, we also um serve at mass uh, at bishop drum chapel mm mm-hmm. um also with father bead yes yeah. with yes. father bead mm-hmm. um and our most fulfilling moments are when we um see that uh, our residents are satisfied with our care or when we see happiness in their faces we are happy mm-hmm. so that's most fulfilling and uh, there is a um a catholic at- atmosphere um at bishop drum we provide a holistic <coughs> care there because uh, the residents they have uh, their um, physical needs social uh, psychological and spiritual needs all these med- uh, needs are met at bishop drum we care we do we provide pastoral care and counseling and of course physical help uh in the nursing care and um also uh, there are because it's a it's a large some people are quite independent right in part yeah, of the sections y- uh, mm. yes yeah. um there are mostly people are elderly but there are uh, patients come from uh, the hospital after the surgery for rehabilitation so they are there for a while until they finish their rehabilitation and they go uh, back home or to their communities um and so, and not everybody's catholic right i mean uh, no all, all, almost 50% of our residents are catholics um and uh, we have a daily holy mass at bishop drum um also we provide spiritual direction pastoral counseling confession um also um there are non catholics uh, used to come to mass every day mm-hmm. um they feel that connection of faith and you know yeah. there's no agenda uh-huh. or kind of stealth proselytization they just the 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 bond of the community in that sense that god is with them yes. in a way i was fortunate to celebrate mass there back in the yeah. fall so good uh, uh sister shiji but you're board certified nurse right are you yes. do you consider yourself a chaplain too at the same time or um nursing is my profession and uh spiritual help is my uh my life i guess so uh whenever possible we our presence there make them feel like they are close to god or uh there there is the god's presence presence so uh i think spiritual life is you know uh being there with them and uh present jesus through our deeds or our words or anything. Okay. So you're not always preaching to them, right? Mm, or no. so now we're going to read the Bible and pray, right? But just no, We have a chaplain, so Mhm. But uh, you bring that in this way and yes. uh, again as Pope Francis was speaking that uh, the church desires to become the inn of the good Samaritan who is Christ, a home where you can encounter his grace, which finds expression in closeness, acceptance and relief. 
so healed in their frailty by God's mercy. So, I mean, we all bear wounds of different types, and I think when our body is afflicted, some of these other spiritual things that maybe we've been carrying for a while, that yoke bubble to the surface a little bit more, right? And people obviously thinking about their own humanity, their own mortality, and how your presence is there. Now, we used to joke sometimes, you know, as a priest going to hospitals or care facilities, hey, if the priest is called in, ooh, I don't know, this is, <laughs> this is, this is serious. <laughs> people didn't know that they necessarily wanted to see. So, so if you have the reputation of being close to people as they approach that threshold of death, do you, do you find ever that you're not just a bomb of peace, but some people get a little bit more uh, uh, agitated? Uh, no, they uh, the families and residents they even call us from home. You know, when we are not at work, they sometimes call us from home just to stay with them or pray with them. So I think they appreciate us uh, than they get agitated. So okay, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so you form connections with people and yes. you know mm-hmm. over the uh, eight years now almost that you've been there right? yes um, and uh, residents there are long term mostly are r- long term so we get to know them and their families uh, very well mm-hmm. and um, they have that connection to us too so we get more than we give uh, it is very uh, it is a blessing for us to be there too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, I would wonder, just as you're with people, and and you know that uh, many of your people do uh, hopefully go to, to behold Jesus face to face. But does that take a personal toll on you? That those relationships, that your you know death is is part of your your normal ministry and your work in this way. Does that yes. you know? Do you have to kind of spiritually step back on occasion and kind of recoup? Uh, in uh, your, you know that maybe grief for you. You know that. Uh, How's that? How do you how do you deal with that? Oh, we do have to grieve because we, uh, as I said, since we they are with us for a long time, we uh, we feel that they are part of us. And uh, when somebody die, it is a from our part, it is a sad thing too. So um, it's not just oh, there's the resurrection, happy day, <laughs> you know. All right, but the, uh, the, not the always, human, you know. Sometimes uh, helping families, you know, uh, get through that grief is part of our work too, mm-hmm. and uh, preparing the residents for the good death. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the you know good death, which if we were to be uh, you know, etymologic, we would say euthanasia. But obviously, that's uh, far from you know the the mm-hmm. kind of current that's there. So if we just take that you know literally, but uh, but a, a good death has different meaning in the in the Christian sensibility, doesn't yes. it? That mm-hmm. not that we just kind of. Uh, cancel out all suffering or the individuals who are suffering and kind of delete them from the human community, but that you accompany them and that you stand by them and their families. As uh, Francis says, at the side of every sick person, there's a family which itself suffers and is in need of support and comfort that's there. Have you ever, here's a kind of, you know, we talked about conscience rights at this bioethics conference. Do you ever uh, find you're asked to do something that by a patient or resident that maybe kind of stretches your own comfort level, and you have to say, no, I'm sorry, I can't uh, assist you in that way? Do you, in the Bishop Drum culture, is, or is that uh, something that you ever feel stretched in that regard? Uh, no. Well, at Bishop Drum, we have a, you know, support from the management, too. If something come up, 
they uh, step out and help us. So, and we never experienced something like that. So, mm-hmm. so it's a, it's a, it's a place where you can really truly be who you are as a, yes. as women of faith, but also skilled professional medical professionals uh, uh, bringing that to bear. And so, uh, uh, a happy marriage for you, if you will, in that regard. And uh, we're so blessed that Bishop Drum is here in that particular way that uh, that might be present. Um, so uh, you're, you're joined. Uh, she's not with us today, but Sister Elsie, I know, has come to join you. She's studying hard so that she can get her American board certification, and so we pray that that goes well for her. <laughs> you know, yeah. you know, you get to do, and then you got to go back to being a student, and that's never an easy transition. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can testify to that. Uh, you know, in that particular way. And then, are you you uh, you'd alluded to me before? You're going to have another person join your community? Yes. Uh, and her visa processing is under, um, you know, it's going on. Uh, so we hope that she'll be here um, this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's a um, registered nurse in Italy. And when she comes here, she'll join us to work at Bishop Drum. Mm-hmm. Of course, she has to pass the nursing board. And we hope that she will be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Will you be her tutor or not? She's going to have to do this on her own. Because you're working hard. You, 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 you have an evening job, right? Three to yeah. one. You work in second shift in that particular way. But uh, And uh, even today, uh, we know uh, we're so blessed by uh, those uh, healthcare professionals or ministers who come to us from other parts of the world, a uh, tradition that obviously Bishop Pate's really facilitated greatly. Yes. Uh, today, actually, Father John Owusu uh, is coming to us from Ghana to undertake the role of chaplain at uh, Lutheran Broadlands. Uh, medical centers, you know, the Unity Point uh, cluster of, of things. So, again, you're you're part of a, a constellation. So, you know, we think about who uh, who are we, do we welcome and who, uh, the kind of hospitality that we provide and in our government and things. That these are some considerations when we talk about visas and quotas mm-hmm. and all that's there. And so, how you've enriched us in this way. So what do you do for fun? I mean, uh, you, you've come here on your day off. I mean, are you going to go out and make snowmen? Or, uh, yeah, we're, we're kind of winding down. So we're winding down, sisters. I just want to kind of last question here, you know. <laughs> Watch uh, Bollywood films or what? No, uh, so I'm sorry yeah, if I'm being on, stereotypic on a, here. <laughs> yeah, during our, our off days, we do watch uh, Indian um, comedy movies, and we go for shopping, um, and we sleep in the afternoon yeah. because it's, my, it's our day off. Well, <laughs> well, the great Italian customer proposal. So thank you so much yeah. for being with us. God bless you on World Day of the Sick and Beyond and, and, and anoint your ministry. Thank you, Bishop. Thank Thanks you. For having We're going to take a quick break. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. The number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. Thank you, Blessment International, for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Everyone lives their life 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. How we use that time directly affects if our life will leave a significant impact or not. Each year, Blessment International leads Central Iowans on a 12-day, all-inclusive experience sharing the heart of Christ with children in South Africa. Teams are forming to do something significant in an African child's life. Learn more at BlessmentInternational.org. That's BlessmentInternational.org. 
Welcome back. I'm Kelly Mesher Collins with the Diocese of Des Moines. Great interview. Yeah, Sister Zerini and uh, Shiji are just awesome. They really yeah. are. And the beautiful uh, expression of their vocations as women religious, but uh, yes. you know, with a certain uh, rigor in terms mm-hmm. of their medical mm-hmm. uh, competence and professionalism. So just the, the lightness of their voices. I just can imagine how they instill peace in the people that they come mm-hmm. to bring. So, again, thinking of Our Lady of Lourdes, I get nostalgic thinking about a, a visit to Lourdes. Obviously, Lourdes uh, is the kind of the, right. the cent- epicenter where Mary appeared to Bernadette mm-hmm. and not only you know, the Immaculate Conception but how many of the uh, those who seek her protection her intercession before mm-hmm. Jesus and healing comes in very different forms and mm-hmm. I know uh, 16 years ago my dad uh, came uh, along with my brother we made a special pilgrimage on behalf of my brother David and so uh, who was going through some health uh, issues but uh, thankfully there was a really positive outcome but we went to the English Mass uh, at 9 o'clock in the morning with an Irish priest mm-hmm. and uh, he said to us after communion, he says, I hear there's some people from Iowa here. I've got some caucus for results. Who's this John <laughs> Kerry who just won the caucus last night? So so that was back in those days when the caucus results were known immediately rather than stringing right. it out for an entire week. So the debacle, which uh, cast a, a maybe glaring light upon Iowa this week. Yes, but it the, did. But there we have it. So I don't, I don't know what Mary makes of all of that. And I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna pray to find out. So, but uh, good. So, a lot happening this week. Uh, uh, exciting game on Sunday. Yes. You know, thank goodness the Chiefs uh, right. did it. You they know, pulled it out. And Mahomes. <laughs> it must have been that jersey they gave to Pope Francis that uh, yeah, really came that through at the look. end. Yeah. Yep. So good. So Kelly, what do you have for us? Yeah. So, um, well, <laughs> the team is known for having a strong faith. So uh, Patrick Mahomes, the quarterback, had said that he tries to maximize and glorify him, meaning God, and everything he does. Um, obviously, the Kansas City Chiefs came out to win the game. And um, he said that I want to win every game, but I'm glorifying him every single time I'm out there. Uh, the whole team has got a, you know, the, most of the people have a strong faith. Um, the uh, chairman said, I want to thank the Lord for blessing our family with all these incredible people who helped us bring the championship home. Right. So, yeah, they said there's a lot of Christians on the team, and they think that's pretty cool. And Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I think that gratitude to God, God was glorified by, mm-hmm. by both teams who gave us an excellent game. You know, I don't know that God really had any bets down on either <laughs> team uh, for that, but, uh, uh, you know, and I don't think he was doing a, a kind of doing data analytics to see how many Christians were on either team as well. <laughs> Weighs it out before yeah, he decides no, who's no, going to no. win. So, but, uh, but I think, you know, that that sense of that all that we're about, even in our leisure or profession, mm-hmm. for, who, mm-hmm. some, for whom sports is work, for some right. people, obviously, that, uh, that uh, God is with us in all of those things. So we're kind of poignantly conscious also uh, uh, in light of World Day of Prayer for the sick and those who minister to the sick. Obviously, the great loss to the Diocese of Des Moines, who is Father Tan Tran, who passed away on December 10th, uh, mm-hmm. suddenly but peacefully mm-hmm. at age 62, but his very various ministries in the Council Bluffs area, not only to parishes, but to uh, institutions of care and the hospitals mm-hmm. as well. And uh, it was a kind of a beautiful posthumous note when the um, CHI Mercy Hospital and Council Bluffs awarded him posthumously the uh, Rose Award for his great ministry to the people in, in the hospital as well, that Rose Award that recognizes their role model who outshines in so many ways, shows examples, and then brings excellence also. And mm-hmm. so uh, I'm sure Father Tan family as they continue to grieve his sudden passing in California are consoled to know this is a man who's left uh, his mark in this way and I think uh, a beautiful example of priesthood and his music and and all that he was about in in that way. Mm -hmm. 
So, so we're, of course, always wanting people to remind us to tell us how they've experienced Jesus in the past week yes. by texting 515-223-1150. That's 515-223-1150 with the hashtag Bishop, hashtag Bishop. Do you have to capitalize Bishop to get it right, or no, does it you get don't. kicked out into cyberspace? <laughs> well, you know, you it's know. a tag. So it's not like it's on Twitter or anything. So okay, they'll uh, be good. They'll yeah. be good. All right. Well, you know, again, my ignorance is is glaring in, in so many regards. But uh, you know, so we're so so grateful, and we'll continue to to support those and Pope Francis again as he calls us, and we're conscious of, of those who maybe. Um, maybe attempt to manipulate medical care for their own advantage in the medical profession. And so we support all men and women of goodwill uh, and the great uh, ways in which they bless and build up uh, our communities and brings God's healing to bear. All right, this has been another edition of Making It Personal with Bishop Johnson. You can hear Making It Personal with Bishop William Johnson every week on Iowa Catholic Radio and iowacatholicradio.com.